Hey, what's up, on world? Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy, happy Tuesday. Yes, I'm trying to sound just excited as I am on Fridays. Why? Because it's the beginning of the week. So, yes. Well, what's going on, everybody? How are y'all doing? So, I just wanted to vibe with you all while I'm sitting here on this break. I took, like, half of it so far. But, you know, I figure let's sit here and let's vibe and talk about a few things while we sitting here on this break. Y'all feel me? Yes. So, what's going on with everybody? What do y'all want to talk about? Well, if this was a live video, I guess that'd be a bit different. But what is going on? So, with me, let's see. So, um, I was having this conversation the other day with my coworker, you know, and when we have conversations, we have like really, really good conversations, you know, sometimes he like just digs really deep into subjects like, like y'all ever talk to somebody, you know, and it's like actually a pleasure talking to them because you just never know how your conversation is going to end. Like you start off talking about the colors of the trees and how they're changing in the fall to how there's this big gaping hole in neighborhoods and you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, so we have really, really good convos. So you know, I'm going to eat while I'm talking to y'all, too. But um, we were sitting there, and we were talking. Oh, you're going the wrong way, my guy. And then, uh, for starters, let me put the phone up here so y'all can hear me. So I'm still working on exactly what I'm doing with this podcast. I think I know. Um, but I figure I can sit here and talk to y'all about my random thoughts in the meantime. But I went ahead and I got these freaking fries from Arby's. I don't know why I have such a feeling they are going to be... Spicy, spicy fries. She said Diablo. This is damn seasoning. Like a little bit of Diablo sauce. Everything's about to be spicy as fuck. Like, just a little seasoning. Probably like rip seasoning or something. This is jalapenos. And what I did was taste the seasoning. That shit was hot. Um, but we had this really, really good conversation the other day. You know, and he was like, you know, a big part of the world now is that so many people are, you know, stuck in that mindset of um, finding themselves, you know, when the thing with life is to create yourself, you know, and it's like that took me to a different mindset because, you know, for the longest I felt like I had to refine myself. Like I'm looking at old pictures of myself like, dang, what happened to her? What happened to her? Like I miss her, you know? And then after hearing that yesterday, it was just like, that's exactly what it is. I'm sitting here taking so long to try to find myself that I'm not even working on creating the person that I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, you can wake up every single day, any day of the week, and be who you want to be. No, for real. Like, if you want to wake up today... Oh, this is really hot. If you want to wake up today and be Sean Paul, you can. If you want to wake up tomorrow and be... Madonna, you can. If you want to wake up next week and be making a stallion, you can. You know why? Just because if you, whoever you want to be, you can create that person. You know, who's to tell you that you can't be somebody you don't want to be? I mean, if you want to be somebody, be them, right? Period. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I went to Arby's. I know right here I go. I went to Arby's and got something to eat. And I seen a little Diablo burger. And I know the last time I tried to get something like really spicy, it was too spicy. You know, so I guess there's a little challenge on TikTok. And you're supposed to be able to finish this damn sandwich along with these fries without taking a sip and record your response on TikTok. I only ate the fucking one fry and my mouth is hot. Like, I could never. But that's just me. But, um, what else? So, uh, this sandwich hitting four. Motherfuckers just be so big. Like, I don't know why I get the meal. You definitely don't need the meal. These are fucking, I wasted half the damn time, but... I remember one day, 
I was having this convo with a friend of mine, and um, you know, they told me that I was emotionally intelligent. And I don't even know how to take that. I didn't even know what it meant, y'all. Like, emotionally intelligent. I had to fucking Google it. Like, I Google everything else. I had to Google it. But them just saying that to me was like, you know, it meant so much because you ever, like, sometimes beat yourself up? You know, like, you don't think you're this, you don't think you're that, you don't think certain people see y'all. Once again, I am on a break. So if you do hear helicopters, trucks, cars, people in the background, no, that's why. But you ever beat yourself up, you know, and be like, think that people don't see you you know for who you are and then somebody actually tells you that they do see you for who you are you know and you you feel like that oh you get that ah moment like and that's how I felt you know it was like an awe moment but after I looked it up you know you can look it up too because I don't have the I mean I'm my hands are tied up right now but not tied up but they're you know whatever <laughs> but you know when they told me I was emotionally intelligent it really made me look it up and I'm mean the type of person that I like to add new words to my vocabulary if y'all can't tell be sure to check out always be your own motivation if you are into learning new words and need some motivation inspirational content so um you know but I like to learn new things you know so me just learning that about myself made me feel you know what I mean so good like it made me feel actually really awesome to be honest because you know, I don't really think that people see that side of me, you know, or they just think that I'm just this stuck-up, mean person, you know, in actuality, I'm like a sweetheart, you know, I'm a sweetheart with a bad bitch attitude, <laughs> like, you know, but I am a sweetheart, you know what I mean, so it's like, for somebody to know that, and then just to see that is really strong for me. Oh, damn, how many messy-ass sandwiches they fucking have, because I was about to say, I ain't been going up lately, because they should've been ass, they food been like, cold one day i had to call like i know y'all wanted me these cold ass fries oh when you come through just make sure you let them know that i gave you a free fry and i pulled up like a week or so later and they're like who told you that you know like lady i ain't gonna come here and bring you how i know your name <laughs> like how i know your name is miss such and such like you told me you know don't do all that extra stuff you tell somebody that on the phone tell them but also be sure to check your employees and make sure your employees ain't giving out cold ass food you know what i mean like if you're going to have people working, to have them working the right way. Like, I understand it's a job, but then it's people's money, too. Like, if I'm paying money, I mean, I at least want a decent-ass meal. Like, my right or my right? Like, just because it's fast food don't mean fuck it up. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to a couple months late. This messy-ass sandwich. Ooh, that's a dragonfly. I'm not the only person that jumps from dragonflies. They look big, though. Oh, damn. I have to put this much fucking mayonnaise on here. It was so much as fucking messy. Like. Disgusting. Can't even eat the motherfucker. Like. Look at him, his messy ass sandwich. That's why I fucking don't eat if you eat these ass food. Oh, today. Y'all been really fucking eating sandwiches and shit. Cold. But, um, cold cut sandwiches. Now I'm like, why today? I'm gonna go out, do something different. You know, this nasty, sloppy-ass fucking sandwich. They know that. million percent wrong in me. This sandwich like this. A little bit of napkins. All this grease, a little bit of napkins. What else is new? I was having this convo with my sister the other day, though. And we were talking about, you know, people... When you have a friend or something like that. And, you know, your friend's dude or girlfriend ain't shit. You know, pretty much. like, Or they just out her doing the most. You know, they cheating and all that. And it's like, you know, but you don't know. And it's like, you want to tell your friend, but you can't tell your friend, you know, because, you know, that they're a bit naive or you know how they're going to react. 
Like, let's say you tell your friend, oh, your dude's cheating. What do you think they're going to do? You know what I mean? I know y'all cool and everything, but I mean, I guess it also depends on the level of your coolness, but it also depends on that person and who they are. You know, but you don't tell them, yo, your, your spouse is cheating. They're going to run to their spouse and say, such and such told me you cheating. And then what happens? You end up um, falling out with a friend. The spouse probably got an issue with you now. And then, you know what I mean? They still out here cheating. And that person, your friend still out here looking like a fool. You know what I mean? So it's like pretty messed up because it's like, how do, when is the right time to say something to a friend and let your friend know, you know what I mean? That you're, somebody's cheating on you or do you just mind your business? You know, it's always a hard call. And it's no, somebody she knows is going through that, you know, and it's like, girlie's friend you know he's just uh i ain't gonna say here for everybody but for me like a for everybody person like somebody just in everybody's faces flirting with everybody you know doing the inappropriate things you're not supposed to do when you're in a relationship like you know and you got her she's such a sweetheart and she just want to be loved you know and that's a whole nother thing is these ladies out here feeling like they have to settle or deal with bullshit in order to be loved or feel loved like love yourself if you don't have that same love for yourself that you want in someone else, then nothing's ever going to work. I mean, you have to love yourself. Like, you have to love yourself. Um, I wish I could put that in more, you know, people's heads. And then it's also the people around you. You know what I mean? If you got sisters or friends or whatever don't really give a fuck about you because they really don't give a fuck about themselves, you know what I mean? And it's like, how can you expect to go to somebody for some good advice? You know what I mean? Or this or that, you know? I mean, you can. It's all in the people that you surround yourself. Like, there's sometimes I hear stories or be overhearing conversations, you know, and I'd be sitting there wanting to chime in and, you know, wanting to give them advice. You know, I definitely give advice when I can, you know, but sometimes it's not my business either because, you know, if somebody didn't directly come to me, I don't like to just butt in people's affairs. Or, you know what I mean? That's just me, though. Remember I told you a while back, this lady I work at, well, work near. And she just be doing the most staring at her and shit. To this day, y'all, she is still staring. Like, I told you, it's a very thin line between she likes me or she doesn't like me. <laughs> like, no, for real. But, I'm always on a fucking long-ass break. <laughs> I feel like, I guess I feel like my break don't start until... <laughs> I'm situated. <laughs> Whatever I want to do for my break, that's when it starts. Like, and that's not right. I gotta be situated beforehand. Like, it's just supposed to be a break from working. I don't even feel like it's Halloween time. I don't even feel like Halloween is coming up. I don't know why. It's a different feeling in the air. You don't really want to take your kids trick or treat in. I know I'm not. Because I know back in the day, you know, when we was coming up, your parents will check your candy, you know what I mean? You look for holes, things like that. But it's messed up because nowadays you got to look for more, you know what I mean? You got to, like, open the candy up and make sure there's no razors or make sure the candy's not laced with a fucking drug of some sort, you know? It's like just looking at the outside ain't going to do that. And it's like, what about them kids that aren't looking for that? You know, it's like people want to literally hurt people. I, I'm so lost. Why do you want to put a whole razor in some fucking candy? Like, I just, I'll never get it. So like taken away from the kids, you know what I mean? Because they don't get the, they don't get to get that experience. Like someone had emailed me on my other podcast for an interview, and then I started chatting back and forth, and then I got to the point where I'm not even ready to do all that chat. Like as much as I want to, you know, I'm not prepared. I think one of the things that knocked me or that made me think twice about it was when I went on their page, you know. 
they had all their interviews and stuff, and it was like all these people had PhDs and master degrees, and you know what I mean? And I was like, I don't have all those fancy words behind my name, but at the same time, my nephew was like, but that's what makes you uniquely different, you know, for the fact that you don't. You're doing what you do, and you don't have all those degrees, you know? So more people that may be in my position could relate to me, like, Oh, and I caught up on my TV show, Raising Canaan. If y'all don't watch that, be sure to check that show out. Deep, deep, deep. OMG is all I'm going to say. I love me some rock. I was actually going to be rock for Halloween. Like, <laughs> I really was. But now I got to the point where I'm not even really in a dress-up mood. But be sure to check that show out. Definitely. I think it come on uh, stars. But Raising Canaan, deep, deep, deep show. I definitely got a lot more shows. I'm supposed to do a segment, too, with all my shows I'll be watching, try and catch up on. I'm going to try to get this together. Like I said, I'm in between because I'm really trying to figure out what direction to go with this podcast and I'm not 100% sure. I think I know, but I'm just not 100% sure yet. I messy sandwich. It was good. It was just messy as fuck. Like, I don't like telling have these places any extra fucking mayo. Like, would you eat this shit? Like, this motherfucker's in there being smart, too. Like, you want extra mail? I'll give you extra mail. Say my fault, y'all give me a little fucking drop. <laughs> Usually on them sandwiches. Like, I want a dry-ass chicken sandwich. This time. Watch these fries. They just look hot. Mmm. All right. I think it's the seasoning. Good, yeah, like a sweet taste. Listen to me sounding like I can be a damn ambassador for Arby's fries. <laughs> my ass back in here. Looks like I'm running over a few minutes. Almost pretty close. I'm trying to get around all this damn season now. Whoa, I'm hot. Come on, I don't know. Mm-mm. Water and a bite that bread. <laughs> I'm hot. I probably wouldn't be hot to somebody that eats like really spicy stuff either. I don't know for me. I don't know, sweating. I'm a calm. God damn. Sorry y'all for the noise. Motherfuckers got me all sweating and shit. Hot ass fries. Like, <laughs> got me sweating. Like, God damn. Couldn't imagine eating that damn sandwich and them fries like that. Shit. Just burnt my mouth. Sorry, y'all. I didn't get myself all hot. Turn air on in here. Like, <laughs> that's why I'm be trying new shit. Mm-mm. Dude, that shit for people who like spice. I like spice, but not that much spice. My tongue feel like it's about to be sliced and diced from all that spice. <laughs> Over real. I did also see, well, I was talking to my sister, and she said there's a lot of people on social media hating on uh, Krishan Rock, saying they don't like her. And I don't get why. I guess, you know, because I've always been that person. Like, me and my sister are all those people that always seem to like the person that everybody else doesn't like. Like, you know, they'd be like, oh, I can't stand them. I can't stand him. Can't stand her. 
you know, we're like, how? Like, we bang with them, you know? And I don't know if it's one of them things, like, real recognize real. <laughs> like, that's what I think, because I swear it's only, like, a selection, a certain selection, small selection of real people definitely recognize real people. Like, you know what I mean? Um, um, it's just rare to find real people instead of people who just want to follow what everyone else is doing like you know know, they don't like her I don't like her neither everybody's followers anymore like I don't feel like many people are leaders I don't know why but I don't feel like we have the leaders like we used to everybody's followers instead of trendsetters like I like to be the first to do any and everything I don't want to be the second third fourth fifth hundred or thousand I can't get the word out thousandth or millionth person like I want to be the first. Like, that's just me. I've always been me. But I don't know. More people are just adapting to what this one person says goes. Because she wants to go here, we're all going here. Because he wants to drink this, we're all drinking that. Like, I'm just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I ever know. But now I'm going to go back in here and get myself from off this break. Because I'm running over just a few minutes too late. But everyone enjoy the rest of your beautiful Tuesday. I hope you did enjoy vibing with me with my random thought of the day. Um, be sure to chime back in here with me on Thursday for that throwback session. And enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll vibe with you all later. up and how is everyone feeling so I first of all would like to welcome you all here and I do thank you for tuning in and listening uh, now usually I do a little music skit and uh, today I'm just actually just speaking from the heart uh, where do I start so when you're at the end when you're pretty much at the end of a relationship, how do you know? Do you continue to try new things? Or in somewhere in your heart, you know that your relationship is over? You question yourself, you question your mate, you question the gods on what happened and why you are here. But I think we fail to realize that everything happens for a reason. Every person that we come encounter with, we come into an encounter with, is brought in our life for a reason. We may never understand or know that reason but they are brought to us or were brought to them for some God given reason and the hard part about that is you can be in a relationship and you can love someone and love everything about them and be in love with them but 
there may be something that is greater for you both that may not be a relationship. It may be a strong bond of a friendship. And no, I'm not saying that that's the answer to anything. I'm just saying that you have to try all avenues. and Sometimes you have to step back and look at everything from a different perspective. Because it always looks different from the outside looking in. In any situation that you're in, you're the end. So sometimes just taking a step back and just looking at everything as a whole. How you got here and how you can further yourself from the situation. It's really hard when the love is genuine from both sides. But then I'm also coming to the realization that when you first get with someone, y'all can be so much alike. You can have so many different things in common. I mean, so many of the same things in common and be so much alike that it actually backfires against you. Because you're so much alike that nothing changes. Like, for example, if you have two stubborn people or two people who are homebodies, how is anything ever going to change when they're both homebodies? And then let's just say one person's outlook changes. One person's outlook changes and they decide to start going places. Then it looks to the other one like they're out cheating or being someone that they're not when in actuality their outlook is changing their perspective is changing because they took a step back and looked at the picture as a whole sometimes in relationships that's what we have to do we have to take a step back and we have to look at it as a whole why are we here what got us here when we first got together What brought us together? What were our initial connections? What made us know, yeah, this is the one. What made you know that? How do you... How do you identify if your mate is supposed to be a long-term best friend, a friend for a best friend forever or a mate forever. Because we all know in order to have an extremely successful relationship, you have to build a bond. And that bond is created with a friendship. Your mate is your best friend. And I know there are a lot of people who may bakes differ about that. But think about your best friend. You share everything with them. Your mate, this person that you see every day, that's a part of your life every day, that knows everything about you. They're considered your best friend. 
Now, I don't know if that's why me personally, I don't have any bad blood with any of my exes. Because I created a bond with all of them. Because if we don't have a strong bond, which is a foundation, if we don't have a strong foundation, then we have nothing because it's going to crumble. But some people may frown upon that and say any connection with an ex is this, that, or the third. But me personally, I look at each person as a reason we cross paths. And we didn't make it in a relationship, so maybe it's time to give another area a try. I'm not saying to go ahead and be best friends with your exes, no. But there's no reason you should have bad blood. You should be able to be cordial with any and everyone. Regardless. There are people I see to this day that I couldn't stand from my childhood. But... I don't always have to speak. We don't have to speak. We just see each other and nod. Give that look. Hey, what's up? You know, it could have been somebody that I had issues with. I'm not. What's up? Or I just look you in your eye. You look me in my eye, period. Say less. But as far as these relationships are concerned... It sometimes makes you wonder because relationships are, people say sex is overrated, but I'm beginning to think relationships are overrated because think about it. You sit here, you meet someone, you introduce them to the best version of yourself. That's what you're doing. You introduce them to the best version of yourself. So then everything comes in threes. Three seconds, three minutes, three hours, three days, three weeks, three months, three years. Everything comes in threes. You meet someone new, the first three minutes you tell them you make XYZ amount of money and you make yourself look extremely important pretty much the I'm sorry the first three seconds you are making sure you look good because you clearly match eyes. you see them they see you bam first three minutes you're explaining how you're different than any other female or male in the atmosphere or in their vicinity. The next three hours, you're making it seem you're pretty much giving your resume why they should choose you, what makes you the best candidate to be in someone's life. Now, mind you, all this is going on, and we're only in the first three hours. We didn't even hit three days. But that's how it works. Everything's so beautiful, and there's so much to talk about in the beginning. And then towards the end, start to hear crickets. Because all the fun's gone. 
because somewhere along the line, someone got too comfortable and it no longer felt like a relationship. It was more of a friendship. But then at the same time, like I said, everyone's brought together for a reason. So maybe there was a reason that a relationship didn't work. Maybe it wasn't meant for y'all to work. Maybe it was meant for y'all to come together to meet each other and build a bond in a lifelong friendship. I mean, you don't know these things. The only way we know is by living. There's no book out here to tell us this is what you do next. All right, you're going to go through this problem, you're going to go through that problem, and then you're going to go to this problem. There is no book out there that's telling us how to live life. We're just doing it by trial and error. But everybody thinks that they know the answer when it comes to a relationship and what it's supposed to look like and what's this and what's that. Every relationship's different. You can't base a current relationship on a past relationship. You can't. There's no comparison. By any means, there's no comparison. These are two totally different people. You like all totally different things. I mean, you might like some of the same things, but you should like totally different things about each person because each person is created in unique too short to sit here and be upset, angry, sad, mad. I'm not said upset, angry. All those emotions. There's no reason to have so many emotions towards anything. I mean, none of us are promised tomorrow. We The war of the world could happen tomorrow. And we could just be going about our daily lives and here come these machines that were buried in the ground thousands of years ago with little aliens coming out and zapping us all. Just saying. Anything like that's possible. And let's just say that were to happen. What's the last conversation you had with your significant other? What's the last conversation you had with them? And let's just say y'all may be going through a rocky you may be on a rocky road right now. What's the last conversation you had with them? Stuff like that. It's like the problem nowadays is that no one wants to admit it, but everyone's selfish. But as we should be. We should be about ourselves because no one's going to take the time to care about anything the way we are. The way that we would. We care about everything about our looks, our smells, our smiles, how we're stereotyped, everything. We care. We sit there and say we don't, but we care what someone else thinks. That's why you do those extra things at work, hoping that your boss will see you so that you, you can either get a raise or a promotion. That's why you doing those extra assignments at school 
so that you can get some extra credit or extra um, things towards your credits. I just came to the conclusion that, like I said, everyone... Everyone is brought into your life for a reason. Whether you choose to accept that or not is on you. But just know that everyone is brought in your life for a reason. Some for a season and some for eternity. Let that sink in. just sitting here listening to Mary J. Blige, uh, Real Love. And at the end of the song, she said something. Her verse was, I tried my best and prayed to God to send me someone real. And that spoke to me because, you know, when, when we're not in a relationship and we're single or lonely. Those are some of the things that we do ask for, you know, whether we admit it or not, we say, we pray that God will send us someone, the man or woman of our dreams, pretty much, you know, the man that has this or woman that has that, etc., etc. But we sit here and ask for this person to be brought into our lives. And for one, what are we putting out to receive this type of person in our life. You know, you don't just snap your fingers and you're in McDonald's drive-thru and everything. I'm sorry, you're in Burger King's drive-thru and you can have it your way. It doesn't work like that, you know. But the but what's crazy is that we sit here and we ask for someone to be brought into our lives. And let's just say this person is brought into your life, but this person is brought into your life in a different way or a different manner than what you had initially asked for, you know, and then you're upset because instead of getting the man or woman of your dreams, you may get the man or woman, which could end up being a friend of a lifetime, you know, and sometimes we all need a friend also. So it's like, then on the flip side of that, you know, you can sit here and get the person and you, you're not grateful about getting that person because you do all the things that were done to you because of a history of repeat. I don't know. I can't even say it's repeat. It's more of a a karma thing because, you know, Regardless of what it is, what you put out into the universe will come back to you tenfold. I think I said that right. But whatever you put out, it's definitely going to come back to you. So if you were a cheater, you better believe that someone is going to come right back and cheat on you. You better believe it. And I know my day's coming because I've been there. I've done that. And I'm not proud of, you know, but it wasn't just like I just started to just start cheating. No, whoever I was in a relationship with, they cheated on me so therefore I cheated back when the mature me now would say 
hey, we're going to break up because there's no use for us to be together. If you're cheating, that means that you don't want to be with me pretty much. So I'm not going to sit here and look like Boo Boo the Fool. So I'm going to sit here and pack my bags and keep it a moving, you know, but pretty much that's what it comes down to. And the crazy thing is that we sit here and I'm just get back to subject. We ask about we want these people in our lives, but yet they're put in our lives and we don't always treat them the way that they should be treated, you know? So therefore it's almost like the energy shifts and they become a different person in your life where they're still in your life, you know, because they brought some type of positivity to you or something that you both must have needed because you would not have crossed paths if it wasn't meant for you two to meet. So it's like a totally different energy and it's like they're brought into your life. And even if they do turn out to be a friend, you know, you have a forever friend and a bond that can't be broken, you know, but sometimes I just think that most of us are ungrateful because we ask for things, things are given to us, provided to us, and we don't accept them the way that we should when we take it for granted pretty much and then we're put in the same position that we were in the beginning and we're questioning and accusing this person that and that person for our own happiness so never forget either that at the end of the day if you aren't happy with yourself then a relationship is never going to make you happy but With everything just being said, I just honestly think that we don't appreciate the things that are given to us and we sit here and we ask for them and they're handed to us right in our hands and we take it for granted. And then on top of that, most of us run away from our problems anyway. We ask for this, we're given that and we run away from it. You ask for this new promotion at work You're given the promotion and also added work responsibilities. And then you feel like it's too much because it's more work than what you were used to. I mean, what did you think that you were going to make more money and do the same amount of work? It doesn't work like that. You know, so you can't sit here and say you need this or you want that and then complain when you get it. Because you wonder why it takes so long for you to get things. Because you have to accept responsibility somewhere. And that's pretty much what I'm getting at is that we have to accept responsibility for our own actions, our own mistakes, and we have to be able to take the consequences that come with them. And sometimes those consequences may seem fatal, and other times those consequences may seem as if they're nothing. But you better believe that each consequence is still a reaction to a karma of some sort. So with that being said, we need to learn to be more appreciative about the things that we're asked, that we ask for and the things that are provided for us. Because you always have to remember somewhere there is always someone going through something a lot worse than you are and their wishes are a lot deeper than yours are. So most definitely always remain humble. But also keep in mind that while you're complaining and taking things for granted, there is someone that would love to be in your shoes 
at this very moment getting the same exact thing that you're getting and feeling the same exact way that you're feeling. And let that sink in. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Just wanted to share something with you. Um, I actually had a conversation earlier, and we were talking about the vaccine and how people feel about the vaccine, um, COVID-19 in general. And I, this is about my 10th recording. And I think the reason that I've done it so many times is because this conversation needs to come from the heart. Usually I have notes and I'm reading off the notes and I'm creating my work, but it just didn't feel genuine. So 2020 was an eye opener for all of us, no matter what our situation is. This pandemic has changed all of our lives forever, whether we realize it or not. Millions of people have died. Millions of people have contracted the virus and were granted a second chance at life. And hundreds and thousands of people continue to make jokes, memes, TikToks and just make fun of the situation in general. I'm hearing more and more people with all the negative reasons of why they are not vaccinated. All the negative, untrue reasons of why they will not get vaccinated. I'm here to tell you Social media is not the news. Social media is not going to tell you everything that you need to know. And that goes for everyone across the board. That is not your news outlet. What does it say when you first log in? What's on your mind? So that means that any and everyone can post anything And it's up to you whether to be smart enough to know the difference. I just feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had because we as people are failing. We're failing each other. And I feel like this pandemic, the vaccine status, it's separating us. I mean, we're going to we're about to live in a world that is only going to allow vaccinated people into their businesses. And that's going to cause an uproar for everyone. I don't understand what the big problem is, but we have to get it together because people are still dying. Now there's a whole variant out here in our children our children are catching it and dying from it. And they're saying those numbers are expected to grow. So for the life of me, I can't seem to understand why you're denying that vaccine and just not getting it. It's like you want to see other people die. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand if you just have a personal feeling of why you just, you don't want to get it and you're just, I'm going to respect you more if you say that. But if you come at me with all these false stories and false facts of why you're not getting it, then I, I honestly don't think we even need to finish that conversation. But I just feel as if this is a conversation that needed to be had because nobody's talking about it and people are still dying and people are still catching it. And it's almost like everybody wants the world to go back to normal, but it's never going to go back to normal unless people normalize getting vaccinated for viruses that could kill. We have to do better. We have to. Have you ever sat back and really thought about how much social media has changed the world? I mean, if you really sit back and think about it, social media has changed everyone's thought process on everything. I mean, it has its pros and it has its cons, and that can go on for days with what those are but I mean it's definitely helpful in some ways because it's helped people connect with friends and family and also has helped uh, people that may need help or that are crying out for help it has also helped them in a way that they may not have uh, received on just a day-to-day basis Um, and then the cons are that Sometimes false information is spread. I mean, it's the same thing with word of mouth, but it's just, there's a lot of different ways that the false information can be sent. And also that it just changed, it has changed people's perspectives on society and what they should look like and how they should feel and what's, their what their outlook of being successful means and um I mean don't get me wrong we all probably want to sit back and be rich and have all the money in the world but the one thing that I keep seeing is that even with all the money in the world your problems still follow you so it would be easier to face those problems head on now and then build yourself up to become that successful person that you will be where everything is together. I mean, that just, that makes sense to me, you know, but I just think that social media has changed the world forever. I mean, I can remember when I first started, you know, going on social media and the dating apps and ah my goodness everything was just so new and I mean years ago you were only able to access those things on a computer and now I mean we have everything at our fingertips and I mean everything you can search something on your phone and get an answer right then and there 
I mean, I'm going back some years, but back in my day, I remember getting the yellow and white pages delivered to the house. And if you wanted to order pizza from somewhere, you had to look through those yellow pages and order to find your pizza spot. You know, now you can just go right on your phone and look up pizza places near me that deliver and it will give you options. I mean, that's why I say not just social media, but the internet in general, it has most definitely changed our world forever. And like I said, it has its pros and its cons, you know, and if you outweigh both sides, I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert, so I'm not even going to get into that, but I just think as a whole, social media has changed the world and it's in good and uh, not so good ways. Um, But one of the things that really bothered me the most is how there are some things on social media that are shared around and it's a lot of false information. And sometimes you have people that go off of everything they see on social media before they see it on a replicable... I don't want to get that wrong. Unless they see it on a news website. And I'm not saying the news is always right, but nine times out of 10, we get a lot of our information through news sites. So when they see something on social media, they believe exactly what they see. I mean, anybody could have created this page, wherever it came from, but they automatically believe what they see on social media. And then they begin to express that to others and have debates with others and argue down their point, you know, and it just, it kind of makes you upset as a society because the fact that we should be out here to help one another and to teach one another, you know, but instead of teaching, we're teaching, but we're teaching the wrong things. Like my nephew came home from school the one day and I had asked him exactly what they were learning and um, history class. And the things that we learned, I mean, he knows, you know, about the war world one, war world one, that is such a tongue twister for me, but he knows about the wars, the years, but as far as having textbooks or looking at just things that we looked at coming up, it's nothing like that. I mean, I know I'm older and his history is going to be a little newer than my history, but still they just don't learn the things that we learned when I was coming up. But back to the social media, I just, like I said, it has its pros, it has its cons. And I just, if there was a way that we could stop the flow of the misinformation to have people be more knowledgeable of exactly what's going on around them rather than the thoughts and opinions of others, I just think we would be better off. I remember seeing this post on Facebook and someone had asked if the Pittsburgh public schools, if they had school that day. When I had first seen the post, I had said to myself, girl, you know you better go and look up your child's school calendar. Like, come on. But then the second part of me said, hey, maybe she's just asking in general, or maybe she just wants attention, or maybe she just really doesn't know about all the incredible things she can do with her phone. We'll leave it at that. But you know, just something small like that. And it's like, it goes both ways. It's like social media definitely helps. I'm sure someone would comment and say, 
hey, yes or no. And I guess it would leave it okay. But what about someone that doesn't have friends that have children in the same school district? But us as people, we're supposed to work together and someone will definitely look up that answer and get it for her. So that is that is a pro, I guess, when you do look at it as a whole. So I'll take back my negativity thoughts initially. But I still think social media has changed the world. And the internet has changed the world. Yes, indeed. But social media has and will forever change the world. Let me know what you guys think. Be sure to hit that message link. And let me know if you think um, social media has changed the world and why. Uh, But everyone have a great day and I will talk to you all later. There is nothing like some smooth R&B throwbacks to start your day off. I know I love me some R&B music, especially some Mary J. Can I get a hand clap, please? No, but for real. But you know what's crazy is that the older you get, the more R&B music begins to make sense, especially the older songs. Because when you're younger, you hear them, you sing them. You know, yes, there's certain parts that hit better than others. But something about an old school R&B song and then understanding the lyrics and growing up and understanding exactly everything they were talking talking about, I just think it kind of means that you're maturing and that you're understanding, you know, the music. And it brings me to my next question. Do y'all think that there's a certain age that you have to get at in order to really, truly understand love? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know when you're in your teens, you know, it's the puppy dog love and, you know, but as you get older, you know, I know some of us, some people may have been married at younger ages, you know, early 20s, early 30s. But my question is, for those that were married, um, is did you know that that was your special person? You know, as far as your love, did you truly understand what love meant when you married that person? Like me, I'm just now really understanding love. You know, I've been in a few different relationships and I most most definitely loved every single last one of them. But me getting older, I'm now understanding that it definitely takes two to tango. And you have to put out what you expect to receive. You know, I could sit here and say I want A, B, C, and D in a man or a woman. And I have to be able to give that, put that out at the same time. You know, and learning to juggle with your everyday life situations as well as adding something on top of it, it was a lot for me. So that's why I ask, you know, is there a certain age that we have to get to to truly understand love, you know, or is it that we're put in certain situations that help us understand love and what we want and what we should Put out at the same time. Let me know what you guys think. We're gonna go ahead and keep it moving. I got a few good jams coming up, so please stay tuned. 
Then that song, it puts you in uplifting spirits. Beautiful way to get your day started. Um, so I was scrolling on social media and I had seen this post uh, and it had said something about, um, I was scrolling on social media and I had seen this post and it had said that, you know, there's some of y'all that don't like other people because of what you may hurt, what you may have heard about that person. And, and when I read that, you know, I realized that there are definitely a lot of people who may not like other people because of what they may have heard about them, you know, but that is the same thing as you can't judge a book by its cover, right? Because you could sit here and not like this person, but you and this person could have so much in common and be so much alike that you could possibly be best friends. But because you either heard something negative about that person that changed your outlook of them, or because you have a friend that doesn't like that person. And we all know the girl code, you know, I'll say we all know the code that when one doesn't get along, then the rest don't get along. And that's just how it is. You know, like when I was growing up, it was always, especially with my sisters, it was always you swing, I swing, just like that. You know, and friendships are pretty much, they go hand in hand with that because, you know, you don't like somebody, which means that I'm not gonna like that person. But then as you get older, you know, you begin to look at things differently also. You know, me, I'm getting to the point now where I don't feel a need to hate someone or to not like someone or, you know, um, just don't get along with someone. I'm learning just to be cordial and to live life and enjoy it while I'm here, you know, because life's too short to be angry and upset and have hate against the world. You know, now don't get me wrong, there are some situations where there are some people you just will never talk to again. And I totally understand that. And I'm not against that. I guess where I'm getting at is that we just, sometimes we as people, we say that we're not judging, but sometimes we are judging, you know, and it could be not even down to not liking somebody. It could be, for example, you're out with your girlfriend, you know, and y'all are all out at a table and then you see a female walk in a room and this female walks in a room and she looks good. And I'm going to say good with a T at the end, but she looks good. You know, so everybody, all the females seem to have something negative to say about her, you know, but I'm that one person that's like, she looks bomb because that's giving credit when credit's due. You know, but just because everyone else at this table had something negative to say about her or made up some type of rumor doesn't mean that I have to follow that trend. And that's also what I'm getting at is that we're at a point in time right now where it seems like everyone is following the trend. They're just following the trend instead of being leaders. I don't know where this era of leaders stopped, but it's just... I don't know. It's like monkey see, monkey do. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older, like I said, and I'm looking at things differently, um, or if it's the fact that the generations are just changing and this is just a totally different generation than what we're all used to. Um, but I guess at the end of the day, 
you know, when you don't like somebody, you should honestly have your personal reasons of why you don't like that person or why you don't talk to that person. You know, try not to not like someone or have a negative judgment against someone because of the feelings of others, because that doesn't really get us very far. You know, especially us as women, we have to stand together. We do. We as women, and we don't. I don't think we stand together enough. We are just judgmental people. And not all of us, but some of us are most definitely judgmental people. And I think that that gets us, that, that gets in a way of being there for each other. But us as women, we got to stand up. We got to be together and we have to unite. Um, let's go ahead and get into this next song. All right, y'all, quick question. So you're down to your last $20. What do you spend it on and why? Be sure to let me know and I'll give you a few minutes to think about it and be sure to really think about it because I'll be raffling off two stiller tickets. No, I wish I could, but I will be raffling something off. So be sure to let me know and stay tuned. I just had a random thought. So what does testing the waters mean to you? And when that's brought up, what does it mean? And why was it brought up? You know, I mean, I've been in a couple, I'll say a few relationships, you know, where that was brought up, testing the waters and blah, blah, blah. And to me, it's just a scapegoat to get out of a relationship. You know, if you feel, if you feel like this relationship ain't for you, then speak up. I was asked, to, you know, you just want to go and test the waters and see if there's something else out there for you. And when you hear that, you know, it's like, okay, so you're telling me in other words to go out here and fuck other people or see other people. That's what you're telling me. Just so I can make sure you're the right choice. But my question is, is when that said, what is the initial thought process? You know, like, okay, she's going to go here and find somebody else, fuck somebody else, flirt with somebody else, whatever. Where, you know, <laughs> what if she's, what if he or she gets attracted to that person, you know, that they tested the waters with, you know, then where does that leave you? I am going to tell you guys a story of one of my craziest it's not what it looks like moments so there's this one day uh it's the end of summer um I'm just getting off work and my cousin hits me up and he's like hey you want to smoke and I'm like yeah he's like all right I'm gonna come over I'm like all right so he comes over and I'm like well why are you rolling up I'm gonna run upstairs I'm gonna get in the shower um turn my music on and get ready for tonight you know it's friday it's the weekend it's time to go out so i go upstairs put my phone on the charger hop in the shower i got my music blasting um and then while i'm in the shower i hear this do 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 this really hard knock at my door and at first i'm thinking it's the police you know i mean that's how hard the knock was so I hop out the shower and then I throw on my robe. So I run downstairs just to go see who's at the door. And of course, it's my boyfriend. And he's like, hey, babe, why ain't you answering your phone? And I'm like, what do you mean? You didn't call me. 
And he's like, man, I'm blowing your phone up. I done called you over 10 times. And I'm like, babe, I did not hear my phone ring. I was just in the shower. And he's like, yeah, whatever. So he's like, hey, you got up in there. I'm like, I ain't got nobody. And then I stopped. And I was like, well, my cousin's in here. Oh, your cousin. You know, so he like pushes the door open and comes and go, what up? My cousin looks up, what up? You know, and then he looks at him and he looks at me and he's like, I'm going to tell you what the fuck ain't up. You know, and I'm looking at him like, babe, I promise you, this is my cousin. I know you never met him, but this is really my cousin. Like, it, it may seem like one of those stories, but I promise you, this is my cousin. You just happen to never meet him. He like, yeah, and you just happen to just get out the shower all at the same time. No, he came over and I said, I was getting dressed. Babe, I promise you, it's not what it looks like. I was really coming over. I was getting dressed, showered so I could come over and see you. We were just about to smoke real quick. Yeah, whatever, whatever. And he didn't believe me, you know. So I had to take a step back and just look at it from his point of view because he's calling his woman and caught her over 10 times. He's probably beginning to get worried. So then he pops up just to make sure everything's cool. And then she answers the door in a robe, looking like she's been sweating, but she just got out the shower. But then there's this unknown male on her couch that she quote unquote says is her cousin. He's... I would feel exactly how he felt. I wouldn't believe shit she said pretty much. All I could do was look at him and just say, babe, I promise you it's not what it looks like. Like, it's really not what it looks like. And I don't know to this day if he honestly believes me or not. Um, But it was really one of those it's not what it looks like moments. And it was a crazy day. I'll say that much. It was most definitely a crazy day. Uh, But I am most definitely interested in hearing all of your It's Not What It Looks Like craziest stories. So be sure to hit that message link and let me know. You have to have a strong friendship with your mate in order for y'all to make it, right? So if you have to have a strong friendship, a strong foundation, a strong bond then that means you two knowing each other that well, you know what's best for each other. I guess I look at situations that everything happens for a reason. You know, maybe the relationship sector part, maybe that's not supposed to be part of our story at this moment. Maybe we were supposed to meet and cross paths to meet each other to join forces for an even bigger plan. I mean, we don't know. And sometimes that brings frustration, but then also that kind of brings a happiness because it's almost like a mystery, a mystery that you have to solve. I believe everything happens for a reason and I'm honestly okay with it. And this goes for any and everybody, anybody that you get into a relationship with, you have to have a strong bond with that person in order for y'all to make it. You know, because like my situation, we knew exactly, you know, that maybe this wasn't the right thing right now. You know, who's to say six months or a year from now, we may be on different terms. You know, we make the situation may be different. We don't know what the future holds. And at the end of the day, nobody knows what the future holds. We can sit here and think about it and dream about it, but... We don't know what's in store for us. So all we can do is continue to live our lives daily and hope everything goes the way that we want it to go.
Have y'all ever been dumped through text? Like, has someone ever texted you and said, this just ain't working out? Or explain all of the reasons why y'all don't need to be together anymore? I have experienced that. And it honestly made me feel like it was a punk move, you know? Like, it's a punk move for you to text someone and say, I don't want to be with you. I just feel like if you got the balls to text me, then you should have the balls to say it to my face. What did Lizzo say? Don't text me. Tell it straight to my face. Exactly. Y'all feel that? Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like you don't respect me enough. Because you can't, even a phone call, even dumping someone or breaking up with someone over a phone call, that's even understandable. But to text somebody and say it's not working out, I mean, come on, people. Like, if someone did that to you, how would you feel? In all honesty, how would you feel? Getting dumped through text is definitely a sucky situation. But life must go on. Capiche? If someone were to call you a bitch, how do you react? Is bitch, is that fighting words? Or is bitch just another word? Because there are truly two different groups of people. You have the people that bitch is a fighting word. And you have the people that bitch is just another word. Which one are you? I'm the type that you can call me a bitch all day, every day. That's not going to budge me whatsoever. Because I know that I am, I can be the sweetest bitch you will ever meet. And I say that in the most sweetest way. But to me, bitch is just another word. To some people, it's something totally different. But when you're called a bitch, how do you react? had to add that song back onto the playlist because every time I hear that song I just get different thoughts and that song really speaks to me and if you're the type of person that dissects lyrics like I literally break down lyrics but if you're that type of person and you listen to a song for the lyrics you know it puts you in a different mindset every single time you hear it and it brought me to the conclusion that I am tired of the bullshit at the end of the day you decided that you didn't want me you didn't want us so don't be mad at me when you see me showing out period like when you see me doing me don't feel some type of way because when you had me I wasn't enough for you or I wasn't what you wanted or it didn't work out you know And it seems like that's a recurring issue with a lot of relationships, you know, and that goes on both sides, not just towards men and not just towards women. You know, it goes on both sides. And how I'm looking at it is that at the end of the day, I'm going to do me, you know, and you don't have room to have a say so about anything because when you had me, you chose not to do what you had to do to keep me. You feel me? All right, all right, all right. So I got a good question for you all. 
Have you ever met someone at the club or at the bar and y'all actually made it into a relationship? Or have you always just had a one night stand and that's just what it was? Because in most movies, you know, they show us people hooking up at the bar or the club and it's usually just a quickie. But I don't really, I can't say that I've seen many movies where they hooked up in a bar or club and they actually end up having this beautiful life and being together. But after so many quickies, I would think that you'd be ready to take it to the next step, right? I mean, I've experienced two one-night stands. And after the second one, I realized that it just wasn't for me. Because in the moment, you're slightly intoxicated, which means your whole thinking process is off a bit. And yes, this person was fine. But when I woke up, I realized that I just had sex with a complete stranger. And when you think about it, how fair is it that I let this complete stranger hit it for free? But yet I have people that I date and I put, I set this bar and say that we have to go on XYZ amount of dates. You have to spend XYZ amount of money, you know, in order to get in my pants. But yet this complete stranger just gets right in on because I'm slightly intoxicated and I'm in the bar and I'm horny and definitely will be doing the walk of shame in the morning. And after all of that thinking, I came to the conclusion that I really don't care who you are. Everybody, and I mean everybody that I meet and that I date, will spend some time, attention, and some money on me. I'm just going to be honest because I am a rare diamond and only those lucky enough will find me. And I'm going to say it one more time and I want you all to say it with me. I am a very rare diamond and only those lucky enough will find me and they will be put to the test to see if they're actually worthy of your love. And that's just how I look at myself. I have to because you can be dating anyone, but you don't know who you're dating. But if you know yourself that you're special, then why would you let any and everyone just get a piece of you? You know, you set a standard for certain people, but then other people come right in. Nah, it don't work like that. So you have to take a step back. At least I'm taking a step back and I'm just looking at everything overall. And what goes for one goes for all. So if one has to pay for dates and we go and do different things, then they all have to do that. And that's why I said I came to the conclusion that one night stands weren't for me. It's not the fact that, oh, I slept with this person and I wake up and feel terrible. Yeah, I feel terrible. But also, what is so special about this person that they didn't have to do anything to get into my pants, right? I mean, that's just, that's how you have to look at it. But if you agree, hit the message link. Let me know what you think. And we are going to go ahead and keep this thing moving. So the next song we have up here is called Hands On You. And this is by Fat Joe, Jeremiah, and Dre. So y'all already know how I do it. And yes, that song brought me to another great thought. So, do y'all think that car sex is overrated? 
and how many of you had actually had sex in a car and was it was it what you pictured it would be or was it more of a total flop my first experience it wasn't a flop but it wasn't necessarily the greatest I meant the man that I was with was finer than wine and still is if I must say but we were digging on each other for a while and then we started dating and on this one fall day we were chilling in the car kissing and then we were listening to uh 112 cupid so we started messing around and you know it started off great great and then the gear shift gets in a way like okay you know we'll maneuver it around find a way around it so then we tried the back seat and at first he gets this leg cramp you know i'm like all right here we go and then we get back into the groove and then here i go and i get a leg cramp you know so i'm sitting there in this awkward position holding my leg he's sitting there just looking sweaty looking good and you know then we just both sit there and look at each other and we're just both hot and sweaty and I mean, we just looked awkward and we just started laughing because we both knew at that moment that this ain't it, you know, and we'd have to try again. But it was definitely a memory that I laugh at to this day. You know, that's why I say it wasn't necessarily a flop, but it wasn't necessarily the greatest. But overall, it was most definitely a fun experience. And I would most definitely try it again. But I would love to hear uh, if you all have ever been in that position. Like if you had sex in the back seat or in a car. And exactly what happened? Like was it good? Did everything, you know, are you used to it? Or what are some other positions that I may could have tried? Or, you know, anything like that. I'm pretty sure I could Google this, but I would love to hear from my listeners. So please do hit that message link and let me know. And I do thank you all for listening and tuning in. And I most definitely hope you enjoyed the conversations, the music. I don't know about y'all, but I had a blast. And I am just eager to hear all of your responses, thoughts, and opinions on everything that we talked about today. So we are going to go ahead and get into this last song of the evening. And I really like this song because I feel like it's the best way to end a night. I mean, the lyrics, yes, they are everything when it comes to thinking in different ways. But once again, I do thank you all for listening and tuning in and be sure to tune in each and every Saturday at 9 p.m. for Sweet and Sassy Saturdays with your host, Moquette. So let's get into this last song of the evening. This is called Kiss Goodnight, and this is by Eric Bellinger. And this is another one of my new favorite songs. So I hope you all do enjoy the song as much as I do. And I felt like it was the perfect song to end such a beautiful Saturday night. But y'all go ahead and take a listen and please enjoy the rest of your night. Remain safe, stay humble, and be sure to tune in next Saturday, 9 p.m. with moi. Y'all have a great night and thank you for listening. Man, that song, that song, that song. Video's even better, but that's another story for another time. So I did just come up with a really quick thought. 
is love at first sight real? I mean, is it really real? I hear a lot of people say that they knew someone was for them when they first laid eyes on them. So my question is, how was it? What was it about that person that lit up your attraction meter? Was it the look, the smile, the demeanor? Because when you don't know someone, you don't yet know their personality. And just because someone smiles and looks good doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that they are a sweetheart. And then on the flip side, how do you know that this person feels the same way that you do? Is it a glance, a wink, body language? What exactly is your confirmation that they are for you or that you are for each other? Hit that message link. Let me know exactly how you know love at first sight is real. And if you have been in that situation, let me know exactly what it was that led you to that ultimate decision that this person was for you and you knew it. But let's go on ahead and keep this thing moving. The next song we have up here is called Backseat. And this is by Roddy Rich. But let's get right into this other subject. Now, I know I brought this up in one of my previous podcasts, but I didn't really get into detail. How do you all feel about open relationships? Do you really think that they help a relationship or do you think that they hurt your relationship? And I guess it would also depend on if you're married or if you're just in a standard relationship with someone, but how do you really feel about an open relationship? I mean, if you're somebody that's in an open relationship, what are some of the things that you go through? What are like, how do you feel? Do you feel as if you're sharing your mate or this isn't even your mate? It's like half your mate. I mean, how do you honestly feel? I haven't I haven't yet been in an open relationship. I'm going to say yet because anything's possible, you know, and I don't stereotype or look at anyone different for their choice on what they like, you know, to each his own. And that's how I look at everything in general. But I have yet to experience a open relationship. So I would really like to hear from someone that has and exactly what your thoughts are on it. Because I know when I was watching a show, uh, The Shy, when I was watching that show, you know, I seen the one character, she and her husband, Emmett, they were in a, they're actually married. So Emmett cheated and that drove his wife to decide to have an open relationship. You know, it was a thought. And I guess during during the whole thing, she definitely enjoyed it more than he did. You know, so it was like she got into it. She was open to dating, even if it was the same person, but it was having that person that you can go home to at night. And then you had that person that may rock your wild side, I guess pretty much to say. Um, But you 
you always have that choice, I guess, in an open relationship because you have that person that you go home to that take cares that will take care of you and take care of your bills, etc., etc. And then you also have that other person. But what exactly is that other person? What's the meaning for your open relationship? Is it because you need a little bit of spark in what you got going on? Or is it because you're just looking to test the waters and just looking to try different things? Or it could even be the fact that sometimes you may need to go away from what you're used to to be appreciative for what you already have, you know, but then on the flip side of that too, I mean, both parties may actually be open to an open relationship because you get the best of both worlds. I love to say that, (laughs) but you get the best of both worlds because you have your one that is always there for you, no matter what, you know, and then you also have your friends that are on the side. The only the only problem that I would honestly see is if someone wasn't honest and maybe they were having unprotected sex, you know, because if whatever happens, happens, yes. But what doesn't, what you catch in Vegas comes back home, you know, pretty much. And if you're not using protection, then that is something that could alter the whole situation and cause issues in your relationship. Because let's say you go and you mess around with someone and this person got something. So that means that y'all messed around unprotected. You brought it home to your wife or your girlfriend. And now what? Now you're just sugar, honey, iced tea out of luck. Pretty much, you know, so I guess there's pros and there's cons to both sides. But I mean, that's just my opinion. I I would love to hear how you guys feel. If you've been in that situation, if you're in it, um, if you know somebody to send it, what's it like? Be sure to go ahead and leave me a message at that message link. But please let me know what you think. What are your thoughts? What's your, what are your opinions? If you've been in this situation, let me know exactly how you feel and what goes on. But we're going to go ahead and keep this thing moving. So the next song we have up here, it is called Woo Baby. And Pop Smoke, rest in peace. He most definitely was a very talented artist. And he is still putting out jams. I mean, jam after jam after jam. And then Chris Brown, that's a whole nother story for another time. But let's get into it. Here is Woo Baby by Pop Smoke and Chris Brown. Yes, honey. Yes. That's what you wanted. That's what you get. A hoe I'll be. Do y'all really understand what she meant? Because For me, this song struck a nerve, especially in the end when they were both singing together. But I guess what I'm getting at is that most people want to have their cake and eat it too. And I've been there, done that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. As long as you're upfront and honest, there's really nothing wrong about it. Because when you look at it, relationships can be just like a roller coaster ride with a bunch of unexpected twists, turns, and drops. But then again, that's life. And with life, you have to learn to roll with the punches. So why would a relationship be any different when a relationship is a part of life, right? Everything 
every experience that we encounter should be looked at as a lesson learned because there are some things that we have to learn by trial and error rather than advice and suggestions. And I don't know if I'm just maturing or just looking at life differently because the old me would have been snapping out if my lover cheated on me. But this new adult me feels like you made your decision and now you have to live with it. And I already know I'm a vibe. So you didn't lost out and I keep it moving because that's their fault. You know, we sometimes sit here and blame ourselves for the other person wanting to uh, dip out on us or to end a relationship with us and go and be with someone else. But we have to learn to look at that as a eye opener because for whatever reason they were removed out of our lives quickly you know depending on the situation but they were removed out of our lives and sometimes I think we just have to sit back and really look at things like that because relationships are very similar to roller coasters and they definitely do go hand in hand but at the same time you can't expect for someone to want to ride your roller coaster with you if you're not taking care of your business and that means being honest faithful caring you know maybe even spending a little money going out on dates all those things add up to a relationship and if you're not doing those things or you're doing those things part-time, then you have to ask yourself, do I really want a relationship? Because a relationship is work. Whether you look at it or not, you still have to put in work in order for any relationship to work. And that's anything with the end of ship at the end of, at the end of it. A friendship, a situationship, a relationship. I mean, anything with ship needs work. And that's how you have to look at it. Relationship is another job. Sometimes some relationships are an easy job and sometimes they're not as easy. But we have the ultimate decision if we choose to deal with this relationship. But also just never forget that people are brought into our lives and removed from our lives for so many different reasons. Reasons that we may never ever know about. But just know that every person and every uh, situation that we encounter is supposed to happen for reasons, once again, that we may never know about. But at the end of the day, some people can't be upset when it comes to certain situations because sometimes we're put in situations that make us think and act otherwise. So if you sit here and you cheat on me, you're most definitely just going to make me want to go out here and see other people and just do my own thing. And I can show you better than I can tell you. You feel me? Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and keep it moving. The next song we have up here is called Entanglements and this is by August Alstina and Rick Ross. All right. So I got a good question for y'all. When is the last time you actually gave your mate something they can feel? And I mean feel. Sometimes it takes for us to hear certain music or to be in certain moods to show our mate that sexy side of us. 
when in actuality that should be shown as much as possible with little to no effort. And not in a way that it's half-assed, but more in a way that it's genuine and real. Now, I'm all about putting on a show and creating a scene. Do I do it every night? No, not as much as I want to. But when I do, you better believe I am going all out. Now, on the days and nights that I don't, I might do something as small like a foot rub, a back massage. We might even shower together. You get my drift now? But when I heard this song in particular... It just makes me want to shower my mate with love and show them that this love is most definitely real. I'm a big person on foreplay and not just foreplay, like just kissing and all that. I mean, I want the whole enchilada. You know, we're going to do a scene. Let's do a scene scene. We're going to do this. Let's really do it. I'm not into half ass relationships or anything that has to do with a relationship or anything. We have to also learn that what we did to get our mates, we have to do to keep our mates. Love just isn't enough. And sometimes just little spicy things, you know, we really have to show our mates that our love is real. And that can be defined in so many different ways. It's really just you take it how you take it and you run with it, you know, but we have to express to our mates. We have to show them that we love them and that we care for them and that we are thankful that they were brought into our lives. Because I think a lot of us forget that and we just take it day by day and we honestly forget the reasons that we were brought together, the reasons that made us love each other deeply. You know, but let me know, when is the last time that you actually gave your mate something that they can feel? You know, and exactly what did you do to get to that point? Now, I don't want to hear all your sexual details, no. But I'm more interested in what led up to that, you know, exactly what you did to get to the bedroom boom you feel me the next song that we have up here it is called girl like me and this is by jasmine sullivan and her good morning good morning good morning and happy Thursday. How are y'all feeling today? I know I'm feeling pumped up. I feel good. I know I use pumped up a, a lot, but I I like that word because it's how I feel and I'm talking about my feelings. So with that being said, happy Thursday, everyone. How are y'all feeling today? I want to welcome you all to Vibin' with Moquette. Hey, hey. And I do thank you all for listening. It honestly means so much to me uh, because you know, for the longest, I was a procrastinator. I still am. I still am a little bit. I'm working on it though. But I have put off creating a podcast for almost a year, if not two years now. I mean, it's to the point where my recordings in my phone, I think I'm at a good 600 right now. And that's because I started, stop, started, stop, you know, and I had every excuse of why I didn't start it off. And Now I'm finally doing it. You know, my listeners are beginning to build up and, you know, I'm just being, I'm just happy to be able to voice my opinion and just 
talk about how I feel and people actually listen. I mean, if you have a mind like I have, your mind's always moving. My mind's always on the go. You know, so there are some times that I overthink, you know, and I might think too much. I don't know if there's a such thing as thinking too much, but yeah, I do. I overthink. But once again, I am just thankful and grateful. So thank you all for tuning in and listening. And I hope you do enjoy everything that I have to say, pretty much. Uh, But I do want to try something a little different today. So I do want you all to send me a message with just one thing that you're thankful for. The message, the link to leave a message is posted. Uh, So do be sure to just leave me a message with just one thing that you're thankful for. You can uh, leave your name if you like, or you can remain anonymous, whatever the case may be. So just be sure to go ahead and just leave me a message with just one thing that you are thankful for. Uh, But with that being said, we are going to keep it moving. So be sure also to tune in tonight uh, for Throwback Thursdays. Yes, yes, yes. I'm talking about those throwbacks that we all forgot about. You know, the ones we grew up on, the ones that remind us of our very first love. I mean, we're going back, back, back in the time. We are going to keep it moving on this thankful Thursday, but I want y'all to have a great day and please be sure to just send me a message. Just one thing that you're thankful for. It only take you a few seconds. Click on the link, leave a message. Do be sure to tune in tonight, 9 p.m. Don't forget, set a reminder on your phone. If you have an iPhone, be sure to ask Siri. If you have an Android, I believe it may be Cortana or maybe I'm thinking of my computer. Either way, set a reminder. Throwback Thursdays, vibing with Moquette. Ay, ay, let's get it. Y'all have a great day. I will talk to you all later. Happy Friday, y'all. I am excited. We are in fall season. Yes, yes, yes. I love fall. And I know I say it all the time. So if you don't know, now you know. (laughs) Well, good morning, everyone. And I want to welcome you to Vibin' with Mo, okay? Hey, hey. Y'all know, every single time I do that, I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm doing a little dance. So every time you hear that A, try to do some type of dance. You have to do something. I don't care what type of dance it is, but you got to do something something. Me, I'm not a dancer. So I'll be over here getting my shoulder roll on like Tina Turner rolling. (laughs) But I don't know. It gets me in good spirits and it makes me laugh and feel a little loose. So just give it a try. Uh, But how's everyone doing on this fantastic Friday morning? I hope you're feeling as chipper and as groovy as I am. I mean, today's a new day and we, for starters, have to be thankful that we were able to wake up this morning because unfortunately there are many that did not have that chance to wake up. And sometimes we as people just have to really sit back and be thankful and grateful for being able to be here another day. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get right into some music. Stay tuned. I would like to talk about today's topic. Never forget how they made you feel. And I had actually got that quote from Pastor John 
Gray. I attend a online church, uh, Relentless Church, and it's based in South Carolina, I believe. And this was just one of the many things that he had said while preaching the word. And that speaks volumes within itself because you may not remember everything or everything that led up to something, but you will never forget the way that you felt in any situation. Even if somebody has to refresh your memory, you will never forget the way that somebody made you feel or the way that you made someone else feel. But with that being said, we are going to go ahead and get into some music. Be sure to hit that message link and let Moquette know what you think. Let's go ahead and get this Friday morning started. Now, after hearing that song, I realized that we do not have any artists like Tupac Shakur. I mean, there are a lot of positive artists, but Tupac was so raw. And I'm talking about, he got the dare mama, keep your head up. I mean, I can go on for days and days, but I just, I don't think we have the Tupac of this new generation. And I kind of think that's what we're missing. Like I said, in one of the last posts, it's like one of the last conversations, everybody is trying to be like everyone else, you know, and I think we should all stand out. And I just think that was one thing about Tupac was that he stood out and he made a lot of us single women feel good. I mean, to this day, when I'm going through something, I play keep your head up. And actually, it's not even always when I'm going through something. Just if I hear the song, I'm turning it all the way up just because it's uplifting. And that's what we're missing. We're just, we're missing uplifting artists that just make us feel good just about everyday things that we encounter in life. I mean, no one's perfect, you know, so we all are dealing with certain things. But you know, I always say it, music soothes the soul. And a lot of Tupac's music for me has definitely helped me get through the stages of being a single parent and going through just the changes of life in general. But I do hope to see an up-and-coming artist um, become somewhat of an artist similar to Tupac, just where they're uplifting the men, the women, you know, just their culture, everything in general. But let's go ahead and get into some more music. I've learned that people will forget what you said People may even forget what you did, but people will never forget the way that you made them feel. And that was written by Maya Angelou. And I just want you guys just to sit back and really take those words in because no matter what situation you've been in, you always remember the way that you felt. So sometimes just take a step back when you're interacting with someone else and just look at it as if the shoe was on the other foot and you were in their position. How would you want someone to approach you? That is how you should approach every person in your life. Because as we all know, karma is real. And what we put out, we receive. 
back. But with that being said, I thank you all for tuning in and listening. I hope you did enjoy the convos as well as the music selection. Be sure to hit that message link. Let Moquette know what you are thinking. And also be sure to tune in Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Sweet and Sassy Saturdays. I want you all to have an extremely fantastic Friday. And also, I want to leave you guys with a little task. Every morning you wake up, I want you to look into the mirror and say three positive things about yourself. I don't care what those three, I don't care what those three things are. And no, you don't have to tell me, but I want you to look at the mirror every single morning and tell yourself three positive things about yourself and smile. Until next time, everyone have a great Friday and I'll talk to you all soon. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So, I woke up at 7 a.m. this morning. Actually, I was woke up at 7 a.m. this morning. And I had a wake-up call. And that wake-up call told me that it's time to do me. That wake-up call told me that it's time to no longer give a fuck. That wake-up call told me to stop putting other people's feelings before my own. You see, I feel like I've been extremely nice and respectful through everything. I'm just an extremely nice and respectful person altogether. But I also feel like there comes a point in time when you have to no longer give a fuck about other people's feelings because other people put their feelings before they put their own. I'm sorry. Other people put their feelings before they will put your feelings. And you see, I'm always a nice person. I mean, I really care about the feelings of others because I would hope that others would care about my feelings. So this entire time that I've been creating my podcast and putting my content out here, you know, I've been extremely respectful of the feelings of others. And I'm not just talking about one person in general. I'm talking across the board. You know, there comes a point in time where you're tired of being taken advantage of and you're tired of being taken as a joke. At the end of the day, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want as far as a relationship. I I think I'm to the point now where I, I don't want one. I don't want a relationship. I don't want friends. I don't want a fuck buddy. I don't want none of that shit. You know why? Because all of it's a distraction. It's a distraction to the goal at hand. That's what it does. It distracts me. And yeah, I know there are some people that sit here and they find love and they're with this person forever and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not me. And that's why every single person is different. But where I'm at right now is I want to focus on myself 
and it's selfish for me to even try to look for a relationship. I don't have time for that shit. I don't. And me fucking somebody or whatever or getting whatever, that's not helping. Like all that shit, all that shit is time consuming. And if I'm going to sit here and waste time on bullshit, then I'm going to sit here and put even more time into my goals and what the fuck I need to do to take it to the next level. Because this ain't it. I'm just sick of the same shit with the same niggas, the same bitches. It's just an excuse my French. It's just I'm sick and tired of being nice. I don't know if this niceness came because... I became a mom because it's different when you're an aunt, but when you become a mom, your, your mindset changes. And I don't know if that softness, I don't know if that came from me, from me being a mom. Like, I don't know, but I also know that I'm tired of being taken advantage of. And I'm just tired of being looked at as a joke. Like my feelings don't matter. And what the fuck I say isn't real. And anybody that knows me know I'm going to speak and I'm a speech. I am going to speak straight facts. I'm telling you how I feel. It may take me a moment or two, but at the end of the day, you are going to know exactly how I feel. But I'm just fed the fuck up with the bullshit. It's just, it's taking a toll on me. And once again, it's just, it's taking time out of my day that I can't get back. So me having this friend, that friend, this boyfriend, that boyfriend, this girlfriend, what the fuck is that going to bring me? Love and happiness? Don't get me wrong. I know there are people that are brought into your life at the same time that can help you excel at your dreams and help you obtain your goals. But at the same time, that also takes work. Because at a certain time, that person begins to feel like they're not part of your picture. Like, yeah, we talk, but we don't do shit. You can, you can only have but so many of that we don't do shit before you're tired of that bullshit. No, but for real. And I'm just talking. Like I said, I'm talking across the board and this applies to anyone that feels to need, feels the need to say that I am speaking on you. If the shoe fits, then bag on it, fucking wear it. I just been quiet for too long and I've just been too nice for too long. I just, I'm learning to be cordial with others. I'm learning to just do what I got to do to get through my day. But there's always obstacles. And that's life. There's always going to be obstacles. I know that. But I can pick and choose if I want to have those obstacles in my life. You know, there's a song by NBA Youngboy. And it's uh, called Nevada. And he says, I don't want my ex. I don't want no bitch I had. And I felt every bit of that fucking song. Because don't get me wrong. I am the type of person that sits here and creates friendships and bonds with whoever I'm in a relationship with. 
But at the same time, I'm a real bitch. And I mean that in the most sweetest way. But I don't feel a need to go backwards. There's no need to go backwards at all. Because whatever broke us up the first time is going to break us up the second, third, fourth, and fifth. Even if it's a fucking creep on the low. That shit ain't it. And I'm just tired of being tired of being tired of the same shit. And excuse my French once again, but the bitches ain't no fucking better. Y'all be on the same shit these niggas be on. That's why I'm sitting here saying it's just time to be focused. If anything, you should be so focused on yourself and your goals and getting your shit done that other shit shouldn't even matter. Not one bit. Today's the day. I've been with my cat.